Robots Radio presents Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast. Hey, I can look at myself naked. Are you stoned or something? They tried stoning me, my dear. It did not work. He likes to create his own sauce. Well, did you sleep with a man who also slept with mom and grandma Catherine? What? You slept with dad? All right. Which one of you sardines called this meat? Whatever, major loser. Let the party begin! Two, four, six, eight. What's the podcast we appreciate? One, two, no, that's the wrong way. Three, two, one. One, two, three. This is the podcast where we talk about bad movies. That's Simone LaRue. That's Chad Echowitz, showing that his true calling all along was cheer. Can I be honest with you, Simone? Yes. Is I was the cheer captain of my high school. That is so on brand for you. I'm actually not even surprised. <laughs> right? Like, I mean... It was perfect, and and so this week really does speak to me. Mm. Uh, but for those of you who have never listened to this podcast before, this is Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast, where we take two bad movies every week, and we say nice things about them, because the world is a dark place, and we just want to make it a little bit brighter. And this week, our we are so on brand. This is, this is the yeah. optimistic of all optimistic weeks. What are we doing this week, Simone? Uh, if people haven't guessed it already, with your wonderful intro, we are doing cheer movies. <laughs> one of my favorite genres of movie. I mean, it's really surprising. 35 episodes in, and yeah. only now are Never. we doing yeah. cheerleading movies. Unbelievable times. Very, very surprising. So, so this week, I will be doing Bring It On, All or Nothing, the trilogy completing... I have no idea what number this is. It's sort of like Fast and Furious. Is they it just the kind of second happen. or the third one? Who who knows? Yeah. 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 Very, very strange. And what movie are you doing, Simone? <laughs> I will be doing the misleadingly titled, But I'm a Cheerleader, which actually has very little to do with cheerleading and shows we should vet the movies we do a little better. It's, again, so very on brand for us because we've done, we did very little research into it. It just had the word cheerleader in the title, so we thought yeah, it was going to like, be a cheerleader great. movie. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I have watched a lot of the series Cheer in preparation for this, though. It is outstanding. It's so, so good. How bomb. It's unbelievable, right? Like, uh, we need to protect Jerry. Oh my god, at all costs. From all harm. I think we need to link, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but there's a video of Jerry uh, welcoming people to work and just like being Jerry to people as they <sighs> yes. go into their work. And it's perfect. Can we get him to do our we'll... uh, podcast intro? <laughs> yeah, how good would that be? Just him screaming. <gasps> just him, oh. He was perfect. I'd be so happy. Yeah, yeah. So have you finished Cheer yet? No, I'm on the last episode. Don't tell me. Okay. No, I won't. I won't. But yeah, but I'm so happy I, for I, you. I care so much about every character. I have cried. I, like, I really feel the sports injuries. <laughs> <laughs> they are brutal. Yeah. And they're, like, so hardcore. They're like, oh, yeah, my ribs are maybe a little fractured, but, like, it's fine as long as they don't full fracture before the comp. And you're like, what the fuck? I just love it because that one bit where it's just like, oh, if you get toned really, uh, if you get tossed or get hit really hard again, you will, your, your ribs will explode. Yeah. That is a crazy sentence yeah. in any means. And she's just means. like, well, cool, I can't take painkillers, so... <laughs> what am I gonna do? It's outrageous. <laughs> oh, man, I love that show, and They're I think like, it's such a great documentary. And she's like, what if I didn't? <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
Yeah, no, it's so good. And to be fair, Simone, for all of our YouTube uh, watchers, you actually have a bit of a cheerleader vibe going on with with your shirt. And... Oh, thank you. Yeah, I've got a little halter halter crop top going at the moment. Uh, completely unintentional. I was just chuffed with my abs today. Nice, fair enough. I mean, no one can see it, even if you're on YouTube. Like you cannot see my abs, but my friends <laughs> did when I met them for lunch. <laughs> well, they're like, damn, your abs look on point. No, no one said anything. I have a rib tattoo, so that always like calls the Takes attention the, away. Yeah. Well, you know there's only one thing to do, Simone, and that's get better friends. Or get better abs. I thought that's what you were gonna say. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Oh god. More no. ripped. Yeah. <laughs> I need you how do I say this? Thinner? <laughs> <laughs> I know we work in a mostly audio medium, but <laughs> lose some weight, chunky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This ain't Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> We're optimistic about other people, not ourselves, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's never been a fat cheerleader on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Chad, oh my what God. are you drinking? A nice skinny, low-fat soy If the liquid is latte? clear, then you're then, then it's skinny enough. I'm, uh, I'm drinking a uh-huh. passion fruit Malibu and 7-Up. Very, very summery. <laughs> <laughs> that is very summery in um, midwinter in the UK. That is true. I'm I'm thinking of calling it the white girl because it is quite a white girl drink. <laughs> I think you can call it the the fruity gal. The fruity gal. What are you What are you drinking? Well, I think mine comes in at about thirteen percent, give or take. I didn't I didn't look at the bottle before I poured it. Yeah. What are you What are you drinking? I'm drinking a red wine on brand. Uh, the ultimate white girl drink, really. Mm-hmm. If you think about yeah. it, it's <laughs> the the name of the wine is Nymphomane. Oh dang. <laughs> um, it is like a red blend. <laughs> And it comes in at fourteen percent. Fourteen percent. That's lovely. Okay, so you beat me by a percent this week. Oof, close one. A very close one. It's ne- the the stakes have never been higher, really. Yeah. And uh, talking about the stakes never been higher. Tell us about. But I'm a cheerleader. <laughs> but I'm a cheerleader from nineteen ninety nine. Oh, turn of the century. This is when things got good. I don't know. <laughs> Fashion took a very dark turn for like eight years after this. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, but I'm a cheerleader. Uh, first of all, on Rotten Tomatoes, this movie is very interesting because it got a 39% score on the tomato meter. Interesting. And then a 74% audience score. Wow, that's telling, isn't it? I mean, yeah, I mean, we'll discuss it, but damn. Yeah. So, basically. Okay. Megan, played by Natasha Leone, uh, is a Christian cheerleader at her high school who has never put a foot wrong. And one day her family calls her in and hosts an intervention. Also, her boyfriend, Jared, is there, played by Brant Willie, <laughs> and her best friend, Kimberly, played by Michelle Williams. Uh, and they all tell her she is a lesbian. They've known it all along. And she <laughs> needs to go to a, what's it called? A... Uh, Correction camp? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's something like uh, homosexual correction camp facility, yeah. whatever. Just a, a pray the gay away. Conversion camp, there we yeah. go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She disagrees. She does not think she's gay. But when she goes to this camp, who is run by, which is run by Mary Brown, played by Kathy Moriarty, and she starts going through the first step, which is acknowledging that you're gay, she realizes that actually... She does really like girls, and she decides to adhere to the program because as a Christian girl, she doesn't want to be gay. She wants to be, quote-unquote, normal. Inevitably, 
she ends up falling in love with one of the other people in her program, Graham, played by Cleo <laughs> Duvall. And shenanigans ensue. They go to a gay bar. She, like, makes out with Graham. Uh, two other dudes are there um, who get kicked out because they're caught having sex. And that's obviously clearly not allowed. Uh, RuPaul is there playing one of the counselors, Mike. Uh, who is so very clearly gay and keeps insisting he's not. Unbelievably so. But yeah, essentially, Graham and Megan eventually get caught. Um, Megan gets kicked out and Graham decides to stick it out so that she can keep her parents' approval. Megan's parents basically disown her. And uh, she comes back later to try and get Megan, or to try and get Graham out. Uh, Graham's like, no, I can't leave. And then Megan does a cute little cheer to show how much she loves Graham. And Graham runs away with her. And presumably they go to live gay, happy lives where they get to be themselves. The end. Hmm. It's yeah. sweet. It's interesting. So what's your, what's your clip hanging for this it's one? It's definitely going to be this one. Six, seven, eight. God is good and God is straight. Which, like, <laughs> yeah, the omniscient being is also <laughs> confined to enjoying one gender. Yeah, that dude is that dude is heteronormative. Yeah, he, he only slept with one woman, and that was Mary. So, not you know, even. Very... It was an immaculate conception. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, I was talking about the big guy, not Jesus. Immaculate conception. Oh well. Yeah. Oh yeah, fair, fair. Um, but yeah. So, so okay. Look, that that scene is so cringe and so wonderful, and kind of sets the tone, I guess, for this whole movie. You you know, what 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 are your thoughts on this? I would love. I'm dying to hear what you thought of this know. because clearly not a cheerleader movie. No, it has nothing to do with cheer. We're very stupid. Basically, the whole thing is that she really enjoys <laughs> cheer, and she really enjoys looking at the cheerleaders in her group and like looking at cheerleaders in magazines. But it turns out it's because she's gay. And she thinks that the thoughts she's having while she looks at the cheerleaders are normal. And, like, they are normal, but not for straight people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this movie. Because, like, on one hand, I think it is really important to talk about, like, conversion camps and, like, how damaging they are and how stupid they are. Like, just, like, it's like a lot of the stuff that they do in the camp where they're, like, reinforcing gender roles and, like, asking them to find the root of their homosexuality in their childhood. <laughs> and they have to say, like, stupid shit, like, oh, I was born in France. Or, yeah, that was a brilliant Which is my favorite group. one. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, my mom worked 
looked for a year while my dad looked for a job and I learned weird gender roles. Like, this is all shit, like, actual conversion camps do to the point where they make you date someone else in the conversion camp. So, like, Mm -hmm. you're, like, two gay people, like, trying to make attraction to each other happen. It doesn't. (laughs) It's, oh, man. And I'm laughing, but it really is horrible. Mm. And they're really abusive situations. And if you're in America, you should see if your senator supports these camps or not. And call and vote accordingly yeah, no it is it is i mean it's i i understand why they would think that this would work because they're an incredibly closed-minded group of people people who run these camps i'm not sure. like i'm not just i'm not saying all christians please understand that i'm not saying all no. christians i'm saying the specific brand of christians who believe that gay is a choice and and who believe that these camps will actually work it's the fact that they think mm-hmm. that putting a whole bunch of homosexual people in one place together <laughs> when they're really like just trying to figure themselves <laughs> out would be a good idea and giving them shared trauma to bond them all together yeah. and putting them in the same like in the same gendered um places to sleep where no one's watching them of course they're mm-hmm. gonna hook up how could you not that's sexy like you're not allowed to like i know it's horrible i'm i'm not trying to make light of these camps yeah but, we're not we're not but, like yeah. you're not allowed to hook up with anyone you're like trying to deny who you are but then there's like this pretty girl like making eyes at you and like you're like looking over at each other in bed and you can't touch that's sexy like that is, if it's anything, that's going to lead people to more sex than just being like, "Hey, you're gay. Like, maybe work on it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's 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 a, a, it is a recipe for disaster, and it's it's quite funny in that respect. Mm-hmm. Although, like you say, it is incredibly traumatic to be told that this is not right, and you need to go to a yes, specific. It's camp. very serious. Yeah, love the fact that RuPaul was in this. How fucking nuts was that? Fucking Natasha Leone. Oh man, that was. What a find this movie was. Like, genuinely. Yes, and Michelle Williams making, like, the tiniest appearance. It's it's bonkers how many high-profile people there are in this film. Um, and, yeah, like, yeah. that was just super fun. Like, I saw, like, his name come up. Like, I saw RuPaul's name come up, and I was like, yeah. nah, nah, it's gonna be a different RuPaul. Nah, 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 it's not, yeah. it's not this guy. And then I saw him being, like, one of the straight camp guys, and I was like, that's fucking hilarious. That is unbelievably meta and brilliant. He's so funny, too. He's so, so funny. Mm-hmm. His scenes with Rock were just excellent. Just <laughs> the one so, where he's repairing the car goal. under the hood is just... <laughs> I think what I like about this movie is that it does kind of lean into highlighting like how ridiculous these camps are, like how ridiculous the ideology yeah. is, like how stupid the actual concept of it is. Mm. But I also worry that it maybe makes light of what is actually a very traumatic mm. and serious situation. There is like a disproportionately large amount of LGBTQ plus youth who are homeless because their parents don't support them and they don't go want to go to yeah. conversion camp or whatever. It's a very serious issue. It would have been nice if there had been a couple more like very serious moments in this just to be like, hi, yeah, agreed. this is real. This is, like, something that you should vote to not support. Mm, exactly. Exactly. Especially at that time in 1999, where it's sort yeah. of like, where we're becoming more aware of these things. We're trying to, like, yeah. fully understand. It would have been pretty cool to actually see them yeah. take it a little bit more seriously. But, Especially, you like, know, fresh out of the AIDS crisis. Oh, yeah, um, shit. That wasn't too far behind. I think that was still pretty fresh in the gay community like mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like they could have taken like that the whole community a bit more seriously 
But yeah. at the same time, I think a lot of the actors were pretty sensitive about it and mm-hmm. like trying to be funny and also sensitive. And I think it was a tough balancing act. It was a tough balancing act, and, but it was done. It was done pretty decently. Uh, I mean, they they I think they really took the angle of it being a farce more than look these things yeah. are crazy yeah. and we need to actually chill out. Uh, and 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 realize how bad these places are. It was more of look how ridiculous this all is. And and I mean, it was really interesting. I mean, the choice of color of color and everything just really yeah. highlighted that. Like the pastel greens and the pastel pinks were just perfect. It was very Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, right. I think I hope that that's what they were going for. Yeah, that was it was like exactly what it felt like. Mm. Yeah, everything's like plastic and manufactured and very cookie cutter, and it was it was like a perfect metaphor. Yeah, and yeah, it was just really really fun. A movie that's recently came out came out in twenty eighteen. Uh, the Miseducation of Cameron Post. I couldn't remember the name, okay. so I was just looking it up. It's uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. Uh, same kind of idea. She's a lesbian her, from a Christian family. They send her to a pray the gay away camp, um, and I think that takes a more serious um, aspect of it. Uh, okay. And and like. You know, I think she also still falls in love uh, with someone there, mm. but I think they do make it a little bit more like focusing on the abuse and all that kind of thing. And I think yeah. maybe maybe the reason that they didn't do it in, in 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 this movie is because maybe people weren't ready for the seriousness yeah. that that required. Yeah, if you get me, like to 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 show that trauma may have mm. made people sort of back away from it a bit more. Yeah, maybe they're trying to not scare people away and be like, oh, this is a hard-hitting drama about gay conversion therapy. Mm. It's just like, this is a comedy where this girl finds out she's a lesbian and, like, you should check it out. It's not going to make you feel too many feelings. And, I mean, there mm. were some pretty poignant moments, like, when they're actually getting her to, like, admit that she's gay. And she's like, no, like, <laughs> of course not. I have a boyfriend. <laughs> and, like, of course we haven't had sex because I'm Christian. And the girl's like, well, it's really easy to be pious when you're, like, not attracted to your boyfriend at all. And <laughs> Mm-hmm. She's like, oh. <laughs> doesn't help that her boyfriend's like the was, worst yeah. fucking kisser in the world. So much tongue. That was so gross. Oh, my God. Oh, I would like, I'm, I'm really that impressed. That was so by funny. Nat- yeah. Those scenes were really funny. Yeah. I'm impressed by Natasha Leone for actually, like, putting up with that because I would have just been like, huh? 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 How often must she have burst out laughing? Uh-huh. <laughs> this dude's just, like, eating your face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I thought Graham was a really cool character. Uh, I thought she like yeah. called out a lot of bullshit, and you know she had the trouble. And maybe maybe that's also where the trauma showed, like you were saying about how many uh, gay people are on the streets and stuff because their parents don't, you know, um, don't want to yeah. like let them back into their lives because they're gay, and that's sort of what Graham's going through. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was a really sort of deep and, and intense bit of the film. Yeah, no, definitely. And, like, the scene where the two of them, like, I don't want to say it's, like, a sex scene. I don't think they actually have, like, sex. No. I think they just, like, get really intimate and, like, I don't know. It's a lot of close-ups. I don't know what happens, but they're very mm-hmm. intimate and maybe it's, like, some form of intercourse. <laughs> but that scene was, like, really tender and, like, really sweet where they're just, like, figuring mm. out how to, like be together and it was so pretty it was really cute it is a really cute movie so so i guess like why do you think this got such a bad critic score but such a good audience score people like i think people's problem with it wasn't like that it was about a gay couple or anything so much as like it could have been done a bit better like the script could have been Mm -hmm. tightened up a bit the storyline could have been made a little bit more tense because like you know exactly what's gonna happen 
pretty much the moment she walks into mm-hmm. the like therapy session, you're like, oh, okay, I see. Yeah. So it's nothing that happens is really surprising, and I don't know. The dialogue could have been tightened up. The camera work could have been tightened up. Like it could have been like a much mm. better made movie. Slicker film. Yeah. 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 No, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I feel like you know this is sort of the start of Natasha Leone's sort of career. Yeah. So she wasn't. 100% great yet. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'll talk about this with with Hayden Panettiere, because Jesus, she could not act. But, um, but yeah, like, Natasha Leone is, like, clearly just tr- trying to still figure out mm. what she wants to do in terms of acting and stuff, and, like, who she's going to be as an actress. Yeah. Uh, and that shows a bit as well. Um, but, yeah, like, yeah, like you said, like, this is a great film, and if they remade it, I think it would do really, really well. Yeah. But it just needs to be a bit tighter. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. do you have a scene that could have saved it? Like, I don't really. I think... Uh, I said really double down on the farcicalness of it. Yeah. Like, really, like, go over the top with how things are. But, I mean, not really. Like, it was a pretty decent film, in my opinion. You know, I kind of like that they were a little subtle about it. Like, um, the scene where her parents are like, well, you know, if you don't make it through this camp, like, you can't come home. Like, this is a choice. Like, mm. you're making the choice to isolate yourself. And I like that she doesn't, like, mm. say the obvious thing, which is, you're making the choice to kick me out, actually. Like, you're making yeah. the choice not to love me. Yeah. I like that that's kind of left open-ended and for the audience to be like, hey. <laughs> Yeah, that was. I think that's the great thing is about pre two thousands movies is they let you make make your own thoughts. Yeah. Now, just really now there's no time for dialogue, which drives yeah. me up the wall in a lot of modern stuff. Like, I guess I get oh, yeah. you have to drive the message home, and you're like there to tell people the truth. But like, <laughs> Jesus, what I'm being preached to. Yeah, it's not. It's not the most fun, is it? It's uh, yeah. yeah. You know what made me cringe so goddamn hard uh-huh. was um. In Daybreakers, when that's the zombie one with high school kids. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. When he like is like had sex with his girlfriend for the first time, and he's like, "Oh, how many guys have you been with?" And she does like this whole like speech to him in the pool about how she's like so much more than, and it's like, okay, you guys, like I get what you're doing. You are right, but also like, Jesus Christ, we don't need that. Oh, or maybe we do. Maybe people are just really dumb. It's just bad writing. But it is bad writing. People are like, oh, let's be really woke and, like, shoehorn this message in. Yeah. Yeah, it's lazy. It is really lazy. Because I think the point is, as this show sort of, as this movie sort of demonstrates, is the fact that, like, you lead the audience to water and then you make, and then they choose to drink themselves. It's not a case of, you know, you force them to drink by just, like, pouring it down their throat. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, subtlety, subtlety. As as Troy mm. said in, uh, in in Community, there was a time for subtlety, and that was before Scary Movie. <laughs> I love that you're still quoting Community. That's so hip and young. I know, I know, right? I've still got an iPod. I mean, that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Even me, though, it's great to run with. <laughs> <laughs> so, would you watch this again? You know, I wouldn't say no. Like, I'm, I'd maybe, like have a movie night with my sister and watch it or something because it's pretty cute but yeah uh, like if i want to watch like a movie with the lgbtq community and i like i don't know if this is necessarily the one i'd mm, go for mm, exactly i think maybe if you're doing like a, a history kind of thing like history of lgbt yeah. communities and see sort of yeah. how it goes along 
you know, yeah. maybe, maybe like this, Brokeback Mountain, you know, just really like oddball movie choices. Yeah, or like movies that were our sexual awakening. And if my gay friend like picked this movie, yeah. I'd be like, fair, fair enough. enough. Do you know what would be actually really, really funny is if you uh, had a child and that child turned out to be gay and then you put this on to try and show that you would be really supportive of them without actually <laughs> saying that you support them. <laughs> like the parents are like oh we don't accept you and you're like i'd never do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you decided to come out which you know your call <laughs> not making any presumptions but if you did this is not what would happen don't worry and they're just like sitting yeah. there cringing hoping to die like mom i'm so straight yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah i i, I guess i would I, I feel the same way like i think First of all, it was really difficult to find this movie, yeah. which makes it really hard to watch again, I guess. Yeah. But if it, if it did come across my parts again, I'd probably definitely watch it. Like, I wouldn't turn away. Yeah. And yeah, if, yeah, if you know, we were talking about weird, influential movies, or, you know, you just sat down with RuPaul one day, I'd definitely chuck his on. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> if we were doing, like, a movie marathon of, like, my sexual <laughs> awakening, like, what would your movie choice be? Oh, damn. Um... Sexual awakening would like yeah some character yeah that like you were like oh this is what I like this is this is me now oh god that's such a fucking hard question now mm. I'm just trying I'm to also, think of like I'm the like, first one it's I I had crushes on every problematic character maybe Charlie's Angels oh yeah that would do it maybe Charlie's Angels they're like confident and yeah I think that would do it sexy that's not the worst one yeah exactly no what 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 would you say is yours. Voldemort? Really problematic <laughs> men? <laughs> not, not like fascist problematic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who it was? It was Angel in Buffy. Of course it was. I, I can understand that, yeah. Yeah. Angel and Shit. Spike, actually, at different stages. Like, <laughs> mm, I want a problematic man that I can fix. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, yeah. To be fair, I think Buffy was a lot of people's sexual awakening. That is also true. That is a good point. That is a very, very good point. Actually, to be fair, I, I want to change mine because if we're, if we're talking about these type of things, uh, it would be the which is sort of related to Charlie's Angels, and I can I can see why sort of it when we went to real characters, it would be Charlie's Angels. Do you remember that show, mm -hmm. Totally Spies? <gasps> Yes, I loved Totally Spies. Oh man, the blonde with the short little pixie uh -huh. cut. Uh. <laughs> was that it? You were just like mm, that was it. That's the one. Okay, this this is what I this is this is who I am. This is what I'm about. <laughs> and then when it took, like when I was like, all right, cartoons aren't real people. Then it switched to the Charlie's Angels. You know, strong kick-ass women. Cameron Diaz, outfits. though, right? Yeah, Cameron. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. You know, a little bit clumsy, a little bit crazy. Oh yeah. Cute. Yeah. So basically, I'm buying Sam a red cat suit for <laughs> for her birthday or for Look, your I'm birthday. Not, I'm not. I'm not gonna say no. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna absolutely contain it. But I'm not gonna absolutely say no. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for that, Simone. And as we've that was fun. As we've now learned, we will vet movies better next time. <laughs> yes. Apologize to all. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever wondered how deep the Elder Scrolls lore rabbit hole goes? 
Have you got a grasp of the basics and want to find out more about the universe? Written in Uncertainty is here to help you. We'll be mixing in philosophy, theology, and whatever other theory is useful with Elder Scrolls texts to untangle some of the biggest questions in the series, like what are Dragon Breaks, how does Chim work, where did the Dwemer go, and more. Check us out at writteninuncertainty.com or find Written in Uncertainty on any podcatcher. Thanks for listening, and catch you later in the grey maybe of Tamriel. Hey Simone, you're a huge nerd, aren't you? I guess I am. I'd like to think so. So what if I told you there was a place, right? Now, Mm -hmm. just expand your mind. Now, we're in the 21st century. Things are crazy. Mm -hmm. There's this magical thing called the internet, right? Oh. What if I told you there's a place on this magical web, this world wide web, (laughs) where you can get all the things you love about the nerdy pop culture stuff that you enjoy the most in sort of a box. One could call it a crate even. Oh. Uh, And all you have to do is, in exchange for money, uh, you give them money and they send you a box of all your favorite pop culture stuff every month. What would you say to that? You mean that I don't have to go and shop for individual memorabilia items and waste my whole weekend? Not at all. They will do this for you. This company, this magical place that creates this crate of loot, a loot crate even, (laughs) uh, will package all the items for you and send them to your door in exchange for money. How magical is that? That sounds too magical. And what if I added to the deal? What if I were a proper salesman and I said to you, if you entered a special code, you could get 15% off on any of these loot crates that you so wished. Well, I'd have to know what this code is. Right? So this is not just for you. This is not just a secret between you and me. This is for our listeners as well. If you go to Loot Crate following the link in all of our show notes on any episode and type in the code ROBOTSRADIO, you'll get 15% off any of your purchases. 50% off all your Loot Crates. All you have to do is go to the code in our show notes, enter the code ROBOTSRADIO, and you'll get that 15% off. That sounds amazing. Guys, why don't you click that link right now so that they know we sent you? So guys, go to that link, enter that code. Thank you. Goodbye. We love you. Bye. Should I tell you all about Bring It On All or Nothing? I hope I watched the fucking right one. Cause I do too. I, was, I got so confused <laughs> between that and In It to Win It, because they're both Bring It On movies. <laughs> they're basically all the same story, so yeah, you probably will much. be able to catch up pretty quickly. On Rotten Tomatoes, there's got a 20% on the Toronto meter and a 70% on the audience Cheerleaders score. Cheerleaders so are very fucking, similar. like, I'm pretty sure it's the whole cheerleading community. Like, they're all just like, <laughs> it's about cheerleading, so I love it. Yeah, just hitting that like button over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And everyone else is just like, yeah, it was all right. But yeah, yeah. That's that. That's well, Rudy didn't want to watch with me, and then I was like, you know, Hayden Panettiere is in it, and he was like, maybe I'll just like stay for a scene. Yeah, yeah. Look, she is unbelievably good looking. She's so beautiful, and like, who didn't watch Heroes and have like a little crush on her? Oh damn! Seriously, like that was that mm. was genuinely problematic as well. Oh, she's she's so so gorgeous, but yeah, cannot cannot act in this one whatsoever. No. No. Okay. So here we go. Brittany, played by Hayden Panettiere, is your typical popular girl. She's the captain of the cheerleading squad, and she's dating the star quarterback of their school football team. What's even cooler, though, is that the pop sensation Rihanna is throwing a competition. All participating cheerleading squads will compete for a prize of being in Rihanna's next music video, and obviously Britney's team is totally going to win it because they are the best cheerleading squad in all of Los Angeles. But even with her perfect life, she has problems. Her boyfriend, Brad, played by Jake McDormand, is pressuring her into having sex with him. She's a virgin and wants to make uh, make it special, but as the star quarterback, Brad expects some action. 
Brittany agrees that if Brad can show his loyalty by the homecoming dance, then she'll have sex with him. In terms of the cheer squad, Brittany has a teammate who is a complete pain in the ass. Whitney, sorry, no, Winnie, played by Emmy, uh, by Emmy Rylan, continuously undermines Brittany and forces her into tough situations, like telling one of their fellow teammates that she is too fat and will be kicked off the team if she doesn't lose some weight. One day, Brittany comes home to find out that her dad has lost her job, had lost his job, and they are now going to have to move to a more uh, to a poorer neighborhood. This is devastating for Brittany as it means she'll get, she's going to lose her popularity as well as the position of captain. When she tells the squad, Winnie makes her agree that she's never to cheer again. Brittany attends a new school and it clearly does not fit in. She's the only white kid in her class and coming from a previously affluent family, she doesn't really understand why this school doesn't have textbooks, let alone computers. After having a brief run-in with Camille, played by Solange Knowles-Smith, she finds that she finds out that she, Camille, is the captain of the cheerleading squad at her new school. Though she promises never to cheer again, it doesn't take Brittany long to go out to tryouts for her new school and makes the team. After some humming and heaving, she agrees to join. Most of the film is f uh, filled with shenanigans surrounding cheerleading and this big Brianna competition. Brittany also gets really close to one of the boys on her new team, Jesse, played by Gustavo Carr. She doesn't tell him that she's, uh, but but she doesn't tell him that that she has a boyfriend, and they kiss. Everything is to be, everything seems to be going great until Brittany has to make up a lie to her new team in order to go to the homecoming dance at her old school. Before this, however, Winnie also finds out that Brittany is cheering for her new school and thus labels her a cheer. Whore. The rest of her old squad are pissed too, not because she is a cheer whore, but because Britney lied to them. The new team find out that Britney lied and also kick her off the new team. Additionally, Jesse finds out that Brad is her boyfriend and so he is pissed too. At homecoming, Britney confronts everyone about all this crap and also dumps Brad after Winnie announces to the whole school that she and Brad had sex while they were still while she was while he was still dating Brad. No, Brittany. It's all very confusing. Fuck me. Uh, that Brad had sex with Winnie while he was still dating Brittany. There we go. The next day is the big competition. Brittany apologizes to Camille and the new team and they forgive her. She also speaks to Jesse about things and apologizes and he forgives her. They do an insane routine and win the competition and her old teammates vote Winnie out of the captain position. The end. The end. Is this the right movie? Is this the one you watched? Yes, yes. I did okay. watch this one. Okay, good. So we're safe. <laughs> uh... What is your cliffhanger? There is one scene that epitomizes this movie in its entirety, and it is this yes. scene. Well, no surprise here, Pacific Vista. Your homecoming king is Brad Warner. Great, now I was really gonna want to celebrate. I'm sure it won't be with you. He only brought you here because he feels sorry for you. And we didn't want to dump you over the phone. Really? Well, if you wanted to break up with me, Winnie, then why'd he get us a room? And this year's queen is Winnie Harper. Congratulations. Not as bad as it sounds. I, I was thinking of you the whole time. What, the whole two minutes? 
Winnie. Thank you. What? Brad, I can't tell you how much of a relief it is not to be your girlfriend anymore. Because, well, you're a pig. And Winnie, you're just too much of a backstabber to have any real friends. But there is one thing you're right about. I don't have what it takes to be a pirate anymore. You guys enjoy the rest of your night. And that is what this movie is all about. Oh, and it's just such a great scene. Peak 2000s. I mean, when I heard the, the, the soundtrack for this movie is exceptional. It's so good. Oh my god. It is every song I listened to in high right? school. Avril Lavigne, All American Rejects. I'm pretty sure there was probably <laughs> some Nickelback in there too. Unbelievable. When Dirty Little Secrets started playing, I was like, oh shit, here we go. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Solange is in it looking incredible. How good is that? It's brilliant. I mean, it was quite funny. Oh, she's so So on the, on the IMDb, because I was looking up trivia for this movie and there is like nothing. Uh, one of the trivia, yeah, sure. one of the trivia points is uh, Camille, played by Solange and Noel Smith, is Beyonce's sister. That was the trivia. <laughs> but it's like, how do you not know who Solange is? Yeah, it's 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 bonkers, and and the worst part about it is twenty one out of forty six people found this uh, useful. Do they also not know who like Kate Middleton is? <laughs> like you don't know royalty? Sorry. Yeah, those people are watching the wrong movie, and they need to get lives squariously. Oh. It's outrageous. Um, but apart from the soundtrack, what did you love about this movie? I mean, what's not to love about a Bring It On movie? <laughs> it's so silly. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I don't appreciate that they show cheerleaders as, like, really vapid mm. and, like, say weird <laughs> shit like you're a cheer whore. Um, and that's pretty consistent throughout all the Bring It On movies. Mm -hmm. But it's just so silly. It's so fun. Like... <laughs> It makes cheerleading into a weird cult, which I imagine it is. I think any sport where you spend a lot of time, like, bumping into each other mm -hmm. and, like, throwing each other around inevitably ends up being a little culty. Mm -hmm. um, but I love the routines. I love the music. I love, like, everybody's beautiful. Everybody looks amazing. Like, mm -hmm. it's just, it's fun. It's silly. And I always love a scene where a girl gets back at her ex-boyfriend and is like, who the fuck are you? And, yeah. like, you know, then hooks up with a guy who appreciates her for who she is. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 just delightfully 2000s as well. It's the fact that you've got, you know, this white girl who comes in and just changes this whole sort of African-American school with the power of dance. And it is just... At least, oh, man. at least she does it by encouraging them to use, like, Actual a crumping. style of dance that yeah. is, like, familiar to them. She's not like, oh, you guys need to stop crumping. Yeah. Yeah. God, remember when crumping was a thing? Oh, I loved when crumping was a thing. It was such a thing. Like, I remember it came... The first time I heard about crumping was during an episode of So You Think You Can Dance, and two people got up and crumped, and, like, my mind was just blown. Uh -huh. uh, they did it to a Queen of the a Queen of Sto a Queen of the Stone Age song as well. Oh wow! And yeah, like so many mixed emotions and feelings. But it, yeah, so good, so so good. Um, yeah, crumping man, angry hip hop dance, mm. Mm. full of rage and sexual tension. If you do it right, yeah, damn straight. Hayden Panettiere, as we mentioned up top, cannot act in this. Good lord. No, but they, I think they also gave her a rough script to work with. Mm. Yeah, 
uh, she she had to be like really dumb, but she's she's really smart. Like she's yeah. fucking fantastic. So yeah, it was that was a bit of a mess. But and like to be fair, I love the supporting characters in this movie as well. Yeah, you know you've got you've got the um slightly bigger African American girl. You've got the Latina girl. They're brilliant throughout this. Even you know Winnie to an extent <laughs> was just so outrageous. We're like ugh. What an amazing bad guy. Like, not only Mm -hmm. is she just, like, super slutty and, like, pursuing Britney's boyfriend. Wow. But, like, racist. And you're just like, cherry on top of that villain cake. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I must say, one of my favorite scenes of the whole thing is when the old squad go to uh, Britney's new school. And the really dumb cheerleader's like, how are we going to find her in, in this massive crowd? And then it just pans to just a, a, a stream of African-American people. And I'm like, that is so subtly brilliant. <laughs> There's always got to be one exceptionally dumb cheerleader. Yeah. It's, it's, I feel really bad for this film and like for cheerleaders because of films like this. Because it makes them look yeah. really dumb, like you were saying. Yeah. And they're like, I, I mean, cheerleading so hard. They're elite athletes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not an easy sport. You, can you imagine being tossed no. up like six feet in the air and then like trusting two people so much to catch you? And then they don't. And then your arm bends in an unnatural angle. Yeah. And then you have to get up and, well, once it's fixed, do it again <laughs> with those same people who let you down before. Yeah. It's, it is, like you said, it's a insane. cult. Like, no rational human being would do that. No. no. And, like, yeah, I was, I, I mean, watching Cheer, I was, like, like especially when they're doing, like, their hell week and they're practicing, mm. like, three times a day. And I'm, like, easily each practice burns, like, a thousand calories. Mm. Like, conservatively. Yeah. Like, there is, like, what are they eating? There must not be enough food in the <laughs> fucking world to fuel you through that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's insane. There's that one scene, I can't remember if you remember it, but the ginger guy, he's got someone on his shoulders. He Like, uh, the head coach is just talking to them, and he's just got this chick on his shoulders, and he's, like, suffering, and he's, like, convulsing, and his face is going red, and she's just on his shoulders, and, and, and the head coach is just like, well, yeah, what if we uh, change this, and what if we did this? And he's just, like, dying there. <laughs> and that is cheerleading. Yeah. And these movies do not do that justice whatsoever no. they're just like these girls are really pretty they practice a little bit and then they just go out and be popular or dumb dance their tiny little butts off mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh yeah i mean it was it was good fun camille is a great character solange does an incredible job yeah yeah and it's just lovely to see it's, rihanna <laughs> it's always fun to see rihanna in anything she's so beautiful and i love her so much mm-hmm. she was on my workout playlist today while i was at the gym what song <laughs> It was bitch better have my I money. I knew it was. I knew it was. <laughs> you cannot listen to that song and not be like, yeah, that bitch better have my money. <laughs> Pay me what you owe me. <laughs> yeah, don't act like you forgot. <laughs> it's really funny to see the rise of Rihanna just purely because of like where she started with like Ponder Replay to bitch better have yeah. my money. It's like a com- yeah. like and she got like all that big dick energy like as she grew. <sighs> so much like so much big dick energy. The biggest dick energy. It's beautiful. It is something to Love see. Her. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, is there anything that you disliked about this one? I mean, just generally, it's not, like, that funny. And it's <laughs> no. not that good. 
Um, it's, you know, it's got a lot of cringe. It's got a lot of like, wow, this is a lot of sexualizing for mm. very young girls. Mm. Um, it's actually not appropriate. It's, oh, the whole <laughs> thing where like Brianna's too fat <laughs> to be a cheerleader, but she's like just a healthy looking athletic girl. Like she doesn't look fat at all. No, she's just got like a decent sized ch- junk in her trunk. Like she looks amazing. And like that'll happen if you're like lifting girls and like doing enough jumps. Like if, like, you know, some t- some people respond to squats better than others. Exactly, and I, like, let's be fair that that booty is is bomb. That booty is what's gonna make her a pro cheerleader, guys. Yeah, I feel like a lot of strong people... base. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good foundation. I feel like people really do appreciate now a decent butt now instead of just. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like. We've gotten to a point where we appreciate that athletes look a certain way, and that mm. it is not wayfish. <laughs> it's not healthy. It doesn't work. And we can probably thank Serena and Venus Williams a lot for that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And Misty Copeland, I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't know who that one is. Um, she is the prima ballerina of the American Ballet, or she was the first African-American prima ballerina oh. of the American Ballet Company. Um, and she kept getting rejected because she ha- she's, like, very muscular and okay. not super wayfish. And they were like, oh, your body type, like, doesn't work for ballet. And she was <laughs> like, but I'm really good at ballet. And they were like, shit, you're right. <laughs> oh, that's so good. You see, that's what you need. Yeah. I think it's, it's also a case of you need coaches and stuff who are willing to also change yeah. the sport and just be like actually yeah. yeah it's the same with like cheer and i know we keep referencing cheer yeah. for this it's time so good, though. but like jerry jerry is not your typical looking yeah. guy for, no. for for cheer for cheerleading but he is yeah. actually really good and he encourages the team like crazy like yeah, yeah. and he's fit like he's got so much stamina like mm-hmm. he's throwing girls around he's like doing all the stuff like I think people are learning slowly that fitness doesn't always look skinny. Like, fitness Mm -hmm. has a lot of shapes and sizes. Exactly. Some of your, like, fastest people are actually built like rhinos. It's nuts. Yeah. So. And I mean, if you look at any power lifter, like, we were watching the World Strong Men competitions. Oh, man. And, like, if you saw that dude on the street, you'd be like, oh, what a a chunky guy. guy." But, like, Jesus. Yeah, those dudes are power. And, and, yeah, you would never know it. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you watched the Lumberjack Olympics? I think they're called Lumber Sports or Timber Sports or some shit like that. Chad, do yourself a favor. It is the craziest shit I have ever seen in my life. That sounds outrageous. It's all these events around, like, lumberjacking. So, like, it's like standing on, like, a big, like, huge stump of mm. wood and just chopping it between your legs until it like comes apart and it's like you know it, there's so much power in these swings like sometimes it takes a guy like maybe five chops to just chop through this like huge chunk of wood and like then there's another one with like chainsawing a perfect slice off it is crazy like it is maybe the most manly shit i've ever seen in my life that sounds delightful and just super fun and like yeah, yeah a good way to, like cuz i i freaking love the uh the strongman competitions so this sounds yeah. right up my street it's yeah it's right there that sounds amazing yeah yeah i i mean and you get into it like if you're there like it's it's kind of a friday night sport like yeah. you have a couple beers or whatever oh, and yeah. you like go on youtube and watch these and you're just, like at first you're like okay let me understand like how this works. And then, like, two minutes in, you're like, okay, no, like, his slice could have been better. Like, it was not smooth. <laughs> is that how it's judged? On smooth slices? You, It's called a cookie, which is, like, the perfect slice off the stump. Okay. 
and you need to get it like it can't be too angular or something so it's like controlling the chainsaw perfectly so it slices like straight down and straight up again i love dumb american competitions like that <sighs> no but it's like it's international like it's americans and canadians and like germans and norwegians it's crazy that sounds you know what i'm i'm kind of yeah i'm yeah. about ridiculous manly competitions like that that's amazing yeah 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 it's wild and these they just look like, like average dudes mm-hmm. and they're so strong <laughs> i'm gonna I, I think this this uh next week is gonna be spent a lot of of just watching lumberjack mm-hmm. uh fights like that that sounds amazing yeah, thank you're you welcome. i do appreciate that so simone <laughs> is there a scene that could have saved this for you <laughs> it's perfect as is it is it is it what, is it, what is. it is. It's a cheerleading movie. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Although I would say, and I know this isn't the point of it, but, you know, there's like a hint. You know, the reason that Solange and her team are entering this competition is to get computers for their school. I would have really liked a little bit more focus on the fact that this, like, even within Los Angeles, there is such a disparity between the rich and the poor. Yeah. And it would have been really yeah. cool to, like, really focus in on that because they keep calling her a white girl and stuff. And it would have been really cool if that had come to, like, a head and she was like, oh, why do you keep yeah. calling me white girl? Why do you think we're so different and everything? And she's like, well, look what you have and look what we have. We have nothing. Yeah. And just, like, really laid into her or something. I think that would have been very interesting. Yeah. A good dynamic. Yeah. But definitely not a bring it on film. No, no. It's not, not for no. bring it on. <laughs> So, would you watch this again? Probably. I love watching cheer routines. They're so fun. Right. It is. It's just, it's aesthetically pleasing. But this is not my favorite Bring It On. No? Which is your favorite Bring It On? Probably, like, the first one is up there. Mm -hmm. And then I think In It to Win It. Like, I think I watched In It to Win It, like, a couple times. And it's just as bad. Like, it's really Uh bad. But, like, it's fun. I feel like In It to Win It is a lot more sexual than this one. Like, this one was sexual, but that one is very sexual. I think In It to Win It is college... Mm. I could be wrong, but I think it's college cheerleaders. Oh, and Fired Up. I know that's not a Bring It On movie, but Fired Up is Fired Up is perfect, funny. and I wish it had gotten a worse score so that we could just have an <laughs> excuse to watch it, because that, that shit is so good. Like, it is yeah. a brilliant movie. Those two lead actors are so funny. Yeah, so such funny. a good film. Such so a good. good film. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's it's... It's fun. I would watch it again. It's it's a good one. Like if you're doing like the full like do a marathon, like a bring it on marathon, you would just have a lot of fun. You know, it's it's yeah. easy watching, and you always you love cheerleading movies because it's really attractive people doing really fun and beautiful stunts and saying bitchy stupid yeah. shit like. Exactly, exactly. Also found out that a lot of the moves in their routines would be illegal in high school competitions. Uh, yeah, fair so so they're. They were yeah. dangerous. And I, I'm glad there are regulations which say you can't do, like, a two-person pyramid in high school. Thank God for that. Yeah, I think, like, yeah, when you're in high school, like, your bones just are not developed no. enough no. <laughs> to be doing definitely that Definitely not. Definitely, definitely not. And you do stupid shit, like, forget to pick someone up or, like, mm-hmm. you know, catch them. Yeah. I know yeah. I would. That's why, like, I could never be a Well, that was going to be my next question. Did you ever do any cheering at school? No, I went to, like, a really small school, and then I went to, like, an all-girls school, and, like, you know, in South Africa, like, cheer isn't really... I think we have one cheerleading team, like, our national Mm -hmm. cheerleading squad, Um, but it's usually more, like, rhythmic and, like, dance-based. It's not, like, as... as, Pyramid-y and... Athletic, but... No, I... um... (sighs) It's probably not for me. I'm very clumsy. Like I shouldn't even be doing martial arts, Chad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's a look. At least you know your own limitations. But yeah, I thought I think you would have made a good a good um, cheerleader. You're quite lengthy. 
Thanks. And I think you you've got good stamina. I am I'm pretty yeah, athletic. Yeah, you've got like, good stamina. You're right. Yeah. Got good stamina. Yeah. I, I yeah. Uh, it's uh, you know. Wouldn't call it a missed opportunity. <laughs> I'm yeah. too old now to yeah, ever. Know. I wouldn't call it a missed opportunity <laughs> at all. Um. So yeah. No, yeah. I played volleyball. Yeah. It was fun. You do you did it a sport. That's all that matters. Yeah. 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 So thank you, Simone. This week has been amazingly fun. So, so much fun. fun. So what are we doing next week? Do you have any ideas? I think, you know, it's been so not serious the last couple weeks, Chad, (laughs) that now we just have to, like, really put our Mm -hmm. heads down, get into serious movies again, and uh, do zombie movies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The scariest of horror movies. We've let down the team, if we're honest, and uh, I feel like people are starting to get really irritated with us in the fact that we're not doing serious enough movies. Mm. So, 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 we, I promise you guys, we're gonna buckle down now and we're really gonna hit something hard. Mm. Uh, so, so, zombie <laughs> movies, yeah, which, which two are we doing? <laughs> we're gonna do the movie no one's ever heard of, Zombie Diaries from 2011 mm-hmm. and then we are going to do those of you who listen to our old podcast will remember we did necropolis like return of the living dead 5 necropolis <laughs> um and it has a sequel you guys called return of the living dead rave to the grave and that's the one we're doing i mean there's so many thoughts going through my mind right now about rave to the grave and I'm so unbelievably ready to watch this film. I'm so excited. It's, it's, uh, like, I'm, I've, I mean, I've, I had so many questions at the end of uh, Acropolis. Like, I'm so ready for this next yeah. one. I hope they all get answered. I really do. <laughs> I hope they wrap up all those plots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, tie it in a neat little, neat little bun. Oh, I'm so very ready. Excellent. Good. Exciting times. So, Simone, how are you? How was your week? Tell me the optimistic thing. I am good. My optimistic thing for the week is, <laughs> I, as you know, Chad, I have quite a lot of imposter syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm a millennial. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, like, high up in my company. And, like, I keep thinking, like, at any moment, like, oh, they're going to realize that, like, I don't do anything here and they're going to fire uh-huh. me. <laughs> and this week, my boss turns to me and he's like, do you still like working here? <laughs> and, like, obviously, I'm like a deer in headlights. I was yeah. like, do I not act like it? <laughs> And he's like, no, like, please just tell us if you're unhappy. Like, please, like, let us know if you get to a point where you don't want to work here anymore. Like, please <laughs> don't blindside us. Aww. I was like, thank you. That's so sweet. Oh, look at you. Yeah. You made yourself indispensable. Well done. Yes, I do. I, I sometimes just need to remember that I do actually do a lot and, like, I like my job, but I'm good at my job. Yeah, and it hurts saying that, but it's true. You're you're damn you're a damn hard worker, and you should you yeah don't have imposter syndrome. You're you're a champion. You're a bastion of hard work. I, I, uh, <laughs> so anyway, that was just a nice little moment. Mm. Like I'm very lucky to have the bosses I have. Everybody's very nice, um, and I like my job. That's amazing. I'm so proud of you. And I'm not getting fired this week. Hey, you survived another week. It's like Project Runway. Look at that. Look at you go. <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race. Or, or RuPaul's Drag Race. That's so nice. Oh, well done, Simone. Snaps to you. Thanks. 
What's your optimistic thing? A uh, lot less <laughs> amazing than yours, that's for sure. Uh, Samantha took me to a chips place uh, last Ooh. night. So we, we went to see a show and then we went out for, for food afterwards and she showed me this really nice chip shop. Uh, and uh, they do like 101 different sauces and it was like really oh, cheap. Yum. Yeah, it was so good. But like <sighs> loads and loads of chips, like a big, big thing of chips, yeah. a big cone of chips. What was on your chips? Curry and mayonnaise. It was like amazing. <sighs> And it was vegan. I, and, oh, just life changing. So good. Chips. Ah. Uh, I fucking love chips. Like I'm not a sweet tooth, as you mm-hmm. know. Like I think neither of us no. really are like huge sweet no. tooths. But like, put some fucking chips in front of me. Oh man. And I will not stop. Uh, I will devour them. Devour them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was just it was the perfect way to end the evening, and it was delicious. And Amazing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you like a little tipsy? And no, no, we hadn't drunk anything. Um, <sighs> but. That's it, a- best it is it is when you like there is nothing better like than going coming home or or after like a night of drinking just like Mm. either stopping at a chip place or having like leftover chinese food in your in your Mm -hmm. fridge and you just get home and you become like a tiny little trash panda and just shove it in your mouth (laughs) your hands are like covered in mayonnaise (laughs) you're just like (laughs) shoving it in your face I think once I got home drunk and I decided to make oven chips, like, in the middle of the night. This is when I still lived with roommates, so they heard me turning on the oven and, like, banging the pants around. And I was so impatient because, like, you know, you're drunk, so I was sitting there in front of the oven, like, waiting. That's amazing. <laughs> and I probably ate them, like, half fucking frozen. You're you're a darling angel. That's so good. That is absolutely That's brilliant. So dick. I, I do remember I came home, the one, well, I was staying at someone else's house and we got home drunk the one night and we just like went into their fridge because they had Chinese leftovers and we started just like piling it into our mouths and she was like oh wait is this my one or is this my sister's one because she was a vegetarian but her sister's her sister wasn't so like she could have just been like shoving the one with chicken in her face and we weren't 100% sure and she was just like but this is too good to not eat and she just kept eating it and I was like that is that is being drunk at a higher level you gotta feel the guilt tomorrow yeah Well, guys, thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate your time. We really appreciate you guys and all the love that you give us. And why not share that love? You know, it was just Valentine's Day and you've got an extra day this year because it's a leap year. So why not take that extra day and spend an hour of it just telling people about the podcast, sharing it with the loved ones. Everyone loves bad movies. So why not tell them about our podcast? They're going to love us just as much as we love you guys. And while you're there doing all the loves and shares, why not leave us a comment? Why not leave us a rating? It really, really does help us and you know come and hang out with us tell us all the things tell us your hopes your fears your dreams all your life ambitions and where can they do that simone they can talk to us on facebook or instagram at fresh tomatoes podcast on twitter at fresh tomatoes mp they can email us at fresh tomatoes podcast at gmail.com they can come watch our unedited recording videos on youtube they can hang out with us on the robots radio discord channel yes all those things and guys as we say at the end of every episode we, we love, love you and there's nothing, nothing you can, you can do, do about, about it, it. Bye. Go Wildcats. Go Wildcats. <laughs>